0: I don't think we'll be picked against LSU. I think they'll still be a favorite, a small favorite. What? I do. I, I think it's
1: LSU, man. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Ed Wilcox. Fable? I agree with Wilcox on this, man. I,
0: I don't. I don't like it, John.
1: I, mean, I want to bet you <laughs> on that bet
0: that LSU will be favored. Yes.
1: In? Okay. Well,
0: we're gonna shave our heads if we're wrong.
2: No, right? I guess we'll. Who's gonna buy the other one? Their salad. <laughs> now that we're eating healthy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. It is an awesome week here at the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's an awesome week because we are Hog fans here and we had a great weekend. I am Matt McJunkins along with Matty Stats Wilcox. Matt, how are you today? Good, John. Also with us is Stuttgart Carl. What's up? How How are you guys? We're doing good, Stuttgart. So, I'm excited because I had the... uh, So, when I have a weekend in which the Razorbacks and the Packers win, it really makes my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday... Really good, and then I'm then of course Thursday Friday I'm looking forward to the weekend because another matchup for both teams.
0: Yeah, it was an awesome week. Uh, not only did our Panthers win in a big rivalry game against oh, yeah. Bologna, I forgot to mention that I did. Uh, but we had a huge, and what a
1: game too! Oh man, what so that a game. so
0: that makes it really my trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, huge hogs win, huge hogs win against uh, uh, just a a gritty comeback performance. You know that. Started out in the first half, didn't look too good. Uh, started getting some doubts in hog fans' minds, like, oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. The hogs of old. But uh, Pittman come in at in halftime and kind of rang the bell, got on them a little fired up, and they come out in the second half, and that third quarter was special.
2: Things are different in the hog pit
0: with two T's. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Yeah, it
1: was uh, it was definitely a good game. I was like, I was with you, Matt. I was just thinking, oh, man, here we go. Because we got pushed around that first half big time.
0: We did. That Tennessee offensive line was stout. Yeah, and time.
1: they're big too, big.
2: So, the Hawks come off a huge win, as we've been talking about here. Uh, over Tennessee in Fayetteville Saturday, defense dominated the second half after being down 13-0, as we talked about. At halftime, you know, the Hawks score, what, 24 points in the third quarter? After not being able to put together a complete drive at all in the first half, uh, and then missed an extra point field goal, <laughs> Felipe Fra- Franks though man it looked really good finding his playmakers, Traylon Burks, Mike Woods, you know is it Mike Woods, yeah Mike yeah, Woods. That's what I was thinking. Uh, you know, all we all year long, it's kind of like I think I think Franks is good. I know he's better than what we've had, but I'm just not sure. But I think he's really starting to prove that he
0: is. An elite quarterback for the SEC. He is. Let me let me tell you something. That throw he made to Burks, rolling against your body, all your momentum. He did square his feet up, but his momentum was still carrying him towards the sideline, threw that thing 40, 45 yards on a rope and hit Burks in stride. I mean, it's a thing of beauty.
2: Yeah, it is, man. And, and Burks is just a different specimen of an athlete. I mean, the guy is – you know, not just his ability, but just the way he's built. I mean, the guy's got 10-inch hands. And the way they measure that is from the tip of your thumb to the tip of your pinky. I look at my hand, and I go out about another five <laughs> inches. And I'm like, there, <laughs> there's his hands. He wears a 5X glove. Yeah. You know, that he was talking on the radio Saturday. They were, I don't think it was him actually talking Saturday, but they were playing a clip of him. And it was uh, about how when he was in high school, he couldn't find gloves. He'd go to Hibbitt's and in different places. And it was like, nobody has 5X
1: gloves. Right.
2: So, of course, now he's in Fayetteville, you know, he can get 12X gloves if he needed something. They'd find somebody to make them.
1: Well, you know, too, the coaches are doing a good job of getting him the ball. If you remember last year, dude, it just seemed like he didn't touch it near enough either.
0: Well, yeah. now now, not to mention his play on the field, but apparently he's a legend because he kills hogs with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does.
2: And, and you were talking about him not getting the ball enough. He's still not getting the ball enough, in my opinion. Yeah. Man, I think you told me, what, two times the first half?
0: Touched it twice in the
2: first half. And what happens when we start giving it to him? We start scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, Smith and both Boyd, both of those guys, looked really good running the football. But let me say, our offensive line is much improved. Mm-hmm. They're, getting, they're
0: getting better every week. I agree.
2: You know, defense has some real playmakers. Marshall really came out this week. You know, we knew he was a, a man on the defensive line, but, you know, he came out this week and wreaked havoc. Coates, he's one of those that you look at him and you're like, man, he's young. He's already proving to be a good football player, but man, what he's going to be, I mean, he's just getting
0: better every single week. Yeah, and I, what I didn't know about him until Saturday night was I mean, he was a receiver. And, oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew he, he's,
2: he's like 6'5", 6'6". Yeah. He's huge. He
0: was a receiver in high school, and he's transitioned into the defensive line, so he's just now, like you said, he's still learning the position, learning the technique, and He's a special athlete. He's a good looking football yeah, player. Yeah, he
2: really is. You know, and and you pulling you talking about good looking pulling Morgan, they they just don't look like <laughs> Division I linebackers. But man, you talk about every single week playing Lance lights out and getting it done. They both play great Saturday. Jalen catalog, now you talk about good looking mm-hmm. football player. A red shirt freshman also next year will be a red shirt freshman. This kid, twelve tackles, a pick. To end the game, he selected as the SEC Defensive Player of the Week, and his maturity level is just unbelievable.
0: Yeah, they talked about him, you know, leading film study all week. He's a know. film nerd. All right. And what impresses me just about as much as anything about Catalan is when he puts a hat on you, you're going down.
2: Oh, and his neck is the size of his thigh. <laughs> I'm serious. This dude's neck. You but, know, I, I, I'm. I have got to be kind of friends with Roy Williams, who, who played for the Cowboys, played for the, the Sooners, uh, with my putter company. He he likes to buy our putters. Anyway, when I first met him over in Edmond, you know, he hadn't played in years and years, but his neck. And, and that was the only thing. I mean, you look at him, you're like, I mean, you know, he's a built guy. Kind of got the little dad bod pudge going in the front, you know, but his neck yeah, still looks like a
1: bull's neck, you know. Yeah.
0: So, what do you think this week, John?
1: Arkansas you know, going to the swamp. Hey, guys, before you get started on that, let me get a little stat out. You talking about Felipe Franks earlier. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but uh, I came across this uh, today. Talking about his um, his completion percentages, he is – I'll give you the top ones right now. So, Mac Jones of Alabama is at 84.1. Zach Wilson, uh, I think he's at BYU, is yep. 80.8. Felipe is 80.7. And then Trevor Lawrence is 80.3 right now. His, so. his completion is 80.7. Yep. Wow, that's
0: impressive. I didn't I didn't know that cuz I, I that thought either. this
2: was pretty impressive that that this uh, quarterback Trask I think he's at what 68 something like that.
0: Uh yeah, I've got Trask at 69% on yeah. here. Yeah.
2: I thought that was amazing, but yeah. of course to hear Jones at 80, would you say 84?
1: Yeah, 84.1. That's, that's,
2: but one thing about – and that's one thing about Felipe Franks. He does not throw the ball if he doesn't think he's going to complete it. Right. We grapple sometimes about him, and the coaches get on him a little bit about taking sacks. How many times have we seen guys not take sacks and throw picks? Yeah, yeah that's right. So, you you talked about this week uh, playing the, 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 the Florida Gators. You know, they're good, man. They're, they come off a solid win over Georgia. And yep. anytime you beat Georgia –
0: an impressive win over Georgia. It was. I mean, they put up big numbers against a vaunted defense. The Georgia's one of the top defenses in the country, and they just they had their way with them.
2: And we were talking about Trask being 69%, but what's really impressive, he's thrown for 22 touchdowns this year. And only three picks. And only three picks. You know, they're scoring over 40 points a game. Yeah. I mean, we we feel like our offense has got it going on finally, and we're at like 25, yes. 24. Yeah. Uh, it's a tall task for the Hogs to go into Gainesville and pull off this upset. Matt, there's three things that I want to bring up, though, that I think are points that I'm not going to say are going to make us win, but I believe that they are potential game-changing attrib- attributes to this game. Number one is that, from what I understand leading up to today, you know this could change is that Pitts, their stud receiver, is you know he's got a concussion, he's mm-hmm. likely out.
0: That's huge because – that kid is impressive to watch. I mean, he's 6'6", 245, runs like a deer. Yeah, he does. I mean, that's huge if he's not going to play. I think it's going to be a
1: day-by-day decision is what I'd heard. Yeah. So, but, but
2: I think it was kind of leaning towards it wasn't likely. Yeah. And you know how, we, how they are in NCAA now with concussions. I mean, it would have to be pretty clear that he's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Felipe Franks is going to Florida this week to prove a point. You better believe that he's
0: got that on his mind because yep. he got replaced. Yeah, Pittman talked last week about keeping that, that uh, chip on your shoulder. I promise you, Francis yeah. got a big chip on his I guarantee shoulder this week. You.
2: I guarantee you. And then my third thing, kind of an intangible, is that, you know, Coach Pittman, they found out today, has a second COVID test come out that he's not going. I mean, he's positive, so he's not going. The only hog that tested positive – Sunday was Coach Pittman. He's not going to not going to be able to go, Coach. Uh, so we're going to have Coach Odom. Just the way the 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 culture that he has created and the intensity that he has breathed into this team, I just really believe that they're going to be selling out for Coach Pittman in Florida. And I, I don't you think for a second that coach Odom's not going to play off of that as he gets this team ready to play no, Saturday.
1: Absolutely. I What'd agree. you say,
2: Matt? Win one for the giver? <laughs> 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 well,
1: you know, we talked about it before we started the podcast, too. Is Odom going to be on the sideline? Is he going to be up in the booth, too? You know, we just yeah. we just don't know, but we do think that he's going to be down on the sideline. So, uh so that's going to be interesting as well as how 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 the defense is going to be called and and everything else. I don't know how that's going to affect because he's normally up in the booth, but you know. Well, well you think he'd have see. to
2: be down there just because he's being the head coach? He'll be the guy to make the the fourth down decisions. Yeah. You know, the, all the quick. You know, here's what we're going to do right now. Uh, but you know, coaching defense, you see things up up top, but whether you're the one seeing them or you got a guy out there seeing them for you, I mean, you're on defense, you you. You know. you know anything about defense you're going to see what's happening
0: yeah and inventable is one of the best defensive coordinators in the country he coaches from the sideline. that's line. right that's true yeah he can get it done well that's uh that's going lead us into uh high school you got something else what I just we didn't we didn't we didn't give our guess. oh that's right so the line 17 and a half
2: so go ahead Matt what do you think
0: man as much as I would love to pick the hogs I picked against them once already this year uh, against am and I just don't think that going into the swamp, we're going to be able to get it done with that offense. I I think we can slow them down some defensively. But, I mean, they're averaging almost 50 points a ball game. I'm going to go with the Gators in this one by 13.
2: All right. All right. So, how about you, Negative Dancy?
1: I think they're going to cover. Yeah, after
2: it. six weeks in a row. Yeah, I think eight I, if you go back to last year. That's
1: right. Yeah, I just man going go there. It's man, I, it's just going to be tough. And and it's not that we're not coached or, you know, we're going to be out of position. I just don't think we have the horses right now to go down there and 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 keep it close. I'm you know I'm thinking maybe twenty four.
2: Next time I see your wife, I'm going to buy her an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> she needs somebody to make cheer her up. I promise. you. <laughs> So I'm gonna pick that that we're gonna lose. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm I know I'm the homer here, but I'm gonna pick we're gonna lose. But there's no doubt that we definitely cover the spread for the seventh grade in, game in a row. I also expect to see a lower scoring game from what we've seen with Florida. I'm going twenty four seven Florida. Hmm.
0: Wow. Interesting. We'll, see. well, we got a lot to get into an, an unwrap here for uh, our high school football picks, as you all well know. We're coming into uh, the first week of the playoffs. You know, starting the season this year. Looking back in August, we didn't think we'd ever make it this far with COVID and everything else going on. So to be able to sit here and talk about Arkansas high school playoff football, we are fired up. We're excited. I man, I can remember doing the
2: broadcast the first game that we played this season, and we really, we literally sit there and talked about how we're just going to be happy each week that we get a game.
0: That's right. And, and a huge shout-out to all the administrators, coaches, teachers, um, all the guidelines and stipulations that they had to um, abide by to make this happen. You know, all the stadiums were at less than max capacity, the social distancing, the mask, everything that had to be done in order for these kids to get on the field. Just a huge shout-out to them. And, uh,
2: and also, a great job on the playoff deal. I, I didn't know how that was going to look going into it. I thought, oh, this is going to be funky, but man, after they went, went with the seating and, and got it all figured out, I thought, man, they did a great job to to include everybody that wanted to play. I wouldn't have a problem seeing this moving forward.
0: Well, sure, and I mean, it might diminish a little bit of the of the regular season. You are still playing for a conference championship. Oh yeah, but it 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 made some for some really great matchups and playoffs that you won't normally see.
2: Right, and if you are 16, 17, 18 years old, and you got to be have a reason to want to go out and win football games you don't even play football
0: (laughs) that's true so what we're going to do is like we have in the in the past few weeks we're going to give our top five in each classification and then we're going to break down uh one game per week in each classification as our spotlight game of the week and then we're going to actually pick uh each playoff game per classification for this round so we'll you know the 3a round there's only three games playing games this week as they call them so there won't be many in that classification but we'll pitch each Pick each game per classification for this round. So, we'll start off with 2A.
2: Hey, real quick, Matt. Carl, I want you to give us the address because I want people to send us their brackets. I want people to fill out brackets just like it's March Madness and send them to us so we can talk about that, implement that in our show. I'm excited. I'm going to pick a whole bracket tonight when I get home for each classification. <laughs> I told Matt, because we're you know, we looking at this week's games, but I'm going to go ahead and pick it out because I want to see if I can beat old Matty Stats one-on-one head-to-head <laughs> in a –
1: well, that would be a first
2: for the year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go. It's already started.
1: Uh, yeah, so the email is uh, mats at gmail.com. Pretty, pretty straightforward. So
2: I'll ask you again next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mats at gmail.com.
0: All right, so I did beat Junk again last week in our picks. We had 47 games we picked. I had 42 right. Junk had 39, so I was at 85%. Junk did make a B this week. He was he was at 81%. So, hey, progress.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm getting smarter by the day, man. Smarter by the day. All right. Speaking of smart, hey, Carl.
0: Yes. What oh, do you, no. What, what do
1: you
2: call go. a Florida Gator with half a brain? <laughs> I don't know. Gifted. <laughs> Jeez.
0: All right, so do you get
1: online and look this stuff up? Where do you find this stuff? No, dude,
2: I I think about this stuff. (laughs) No, I'd be lying. I'd be lying if I said that. Hey, one more real quick. How how many gators does it take to tackle Herschel Walker? Uh, I don't know. More than 11.
0: (laughs) All right, so let's get into our high school Please move on there, Wilcox, please. Oh, there's more coming. Oh, no. So 2A, my top five Um this week I've got four dice. The Red Bugs still at number 1. They finished up a regular season 10 and 0. Got Garden Go Devils at number 2 at 8 and 1 on the season. Desark number 3 finished up a perfect regular season at 10 and 0. Bigelow Panthers at number 4. They finished 10 and 0 as well and then rounding out my top 5 this week, uh, I did move Clarendon out of my top 5 after their loss to Desarc, a close loss last week, but I've got Junction City at number 5.
2: I like it. Hey, who did you have tuned net last week?
0: who to I have where? At two. Gurdon.
2: So you didn't – they they stayed the same. Yeah. The reason I like that is because we have the same picks. Is that right? I moved Gurdon up to two because I thought Desarc should beat Clarendon more than – what was it, 16? 16-7. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I thought they should have handled it. Or at least I thought the team that I thought – you know, I thought offensively they were going to come out and, and put it on them because, you know, you look at like Fordyce and – they score a lot of points right. on, on Clarendon. So I'm saying Fordyce, Garden, Desark, Bigelow. And, oh, well, no, who'd you have four? I had Bigelow four. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We are the same then. Yep. Bigelow and Junction. Well, so awesome. You, I, I'm going to tell you a little bit of why, why yeah. on mine. I'm so here. Fordyce, hands down, number one team. Expect them to win in War Memorial. They get Gurdon in the semis, which will be a good game, but Fordyce is too much in the end. Garden, good football team. Can they challenge Fordyce? Probably not, but it'd be fun to see. Uh, Desarc won a close game over Clarendon with their conference to win the conference and stay undefeated. Their inability to score against Clarendon solidifies my thoughts that Fordyce is too much. Uh, Bigelow ready to see them play one one of the big, fast South Arkansas teams. I agree. I, you know, Hampton in week two could be a test for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Junction City, any win they get will not shock me outside of Fordyce.
0: <laughs> right. All right, so that'll bring us into our ASI Spotlight Game of the Week for 2A. And, you know, looking through this bracket, um, 2A this week will start with a full slate of games. And so looking down through the bracket, we, we try to pick a game that we we thought would be a close ball game, a well-contested ball game, and not so much look at the records. And so the game that we come up with this week for 2A is Foreman, 4-5 uh, and five on the season, 3-1 and one in conference, going 2-Hector, which is 5-4 and four on the season, 3-2 and two conference. You know, Foreman comes into this playoff game, off a huge win over Mineral Springs last week, and he's come in and dominated Junks Hornets sixty-two to eight.
2: Oh, it hurt my heart too, man. I was I, I picked them, you know. That was one of my losses that in the, apparently in this new system, Matt has a lost forty-seven <laughs> points, you know, somehow. But anyway, yeah,
0: form is pretty good. They are, and then Hector on the other side, they roll into the postseason. After a tough, uh, tough fought 30 to twin win over a good equipment team last week. So, you know, Foreman comes in averaging 27 points a game, giving up 16. And Wildcats come in, Hector Wildcats come in averaging 32 a game, giving up 27. So, statistically, they're pretty close. Foreman's defense looks a little bit, be a little bit stouter than uh, Hector. Um, you know, the Gators, they've got an impressive three years winning conference championships in eighteen, nineteen, and then winning state back in 17. So they've got a, a good tradition back at Foreman.
2: Yeah, they've been playing good ball for a while. You know, we didn't let them do that back when I was playing in Middle Springs. We we beat them. Uh, we were both top five in the state my senior year, and they had Cedric Kirsch. You remember him? I he do. was their quarterback. He ended up playing ball at Tech. He was highly touted, though. Um we – uh, I forgot the score, but I think we beat him like 20 to nothing. You know, we chased him all night long. But they've always got good football teams in, in Foreman. Yeah, you know, th- it's right there by Ashdown, too.
0: Right. You know, Hector, they've got an all-conference quarterback in Gunnar Garrison. He's the leader of their offense. Uh, Ty Day leads. Uh, he, he's their go-to back in the backfield. He's rushed for over 1,000 yards on the season. Yeah. I think in the end of this one, I think I'm going to go with Foreman. Um, I just think they're too much for Hector.
2: You know, I, I'm going I'm to go with you there. What did you pick them by?
0: I've got uh, Foreman by 14.
2: By 14. So, you know, both these teams are, are, are have really good running games. Both of them have backs over 1,000 yards in that run. That's right. You know, so but, but I think the difference in speed that you're going to find in Foreman is what I think is going to give them the edge. I, I also pick Foreman by eight.
0: Right, good deal. All right, so that will lead us into our lightning round. We'll just go through our bracket. And uh, – We'll just follow down the bracket and pick our games as we go along. So, I got uh, Bearden going to Mount Ida. I've got Mount Ida by six. I got Mount Ida by three. England going to Bigelow. I got the Panthers by 35. 26 here. Hampton going to Cross County. I've got Hampton in this one and a close one. Got Hampton by three.
2: I agree, Matt. I went with Hampton by 6. I, I I think even the away team, I think they're going to pull it off.
0: Yeah, it was a tough pick.
2: They they're in that tough conference. Now, Hampton would probably be a bigger seed in a in a better in a worse conference. But. Right.
0: Next game is Mountainburg going to Dirks. I've got Dirks by 40. Really? I do. Well, I got the Outlaws by 14. (laughs) Well, we'll see why you're wrong again. (laughs) So the next game, Cedar Ridge going to Poen. I got Poen by 32.
2: I got Powen by 48.
0: Nice. Got Magnet Cove going to McCrory. This was a tough game. It's going to be a game. This was a toss-up for me. I went back and forth, back and forth. I ended up going with Magnet Cove by three.
2: I went with McCroy by five. Our first
0: disagreement.
2: That's right. going right. to take the Delta over the, the mountains.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the bottom, the last game of that bottom bracket is Mark Tree going to Junction City. I've got Junction City by 45.
2: I got him by 39. It's one of those, I mean, it could be more.
0: Yeah. All right. On the other side of the bracket, the opposite side of the bracket. Um, I failed to mention you got Arc that's got a buy this week. They're on the top of the left side of the bracket, and then gurdon has got a buy this week, top of the right side.
2: You know the thing about buy, they've never
0: won a game. That's right, they're over. They're over. <laughs> All right, so we got Mineral Springs, the Hornets, home of Matt McJunkins, the legend, going to Carlisle, the Bison's. I've got Carlisle by seven.
2: As much as I hate to do it. I got to pick against the Hornets. Now, my buddy Caleb Shock over there coaching at uh, Carlisle. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to lose to somebody, I'd rather it be somebody that I care about. So, Caleb Shock, I'm giving it to you guys. I'm picking the Bison by eight.
0: Uh, J.C. Westside going to East Poinsett County. I got East Poinsett County in a big win. Got them by 32 in this one.
2: I picked them by 19. Uh, could be bigger. But Johnson County is one of those teams that one week, they'll kind of surprise you.
0: Right. They're pretty scrappy. Next game, Murfreesboro going to Quitman. This was another one that I had, I struggled with on coming up with who I wanted to go with. Uh, in the end, I picked Murfreesboro by seven. You dirty dog. So, I don't know. I
2: hate to, uh, you know, run off any of our Rattler fans that we have. But now being in Middle Springs Hornet, I have a deep hatred for the Rattlers. And I wouldn't care if they were bright and Quitman was terrible. I would pick equipment, and so I do equipment by 12. Okay.
0: Next game, we got Earl going to Fordyce. I got the Red Bugs by 45. I got him by 48. Barker's Chapel going to Clarendon. I got Clarendon by 38. 36. Hazen going to Magazine. I got Magazine by 17.
2: Oh, you picked Magazine. I, I went with Hazen, buddy. Nice.
0: Six points. Nice. You know them boys over in Hazen, historically
2: – they know how to play football.
0: They do. They do. Come playoff time, they they figure out a That's way right. to get it done. A lot
2: of those teams that have the tradition, playoffs when you really see that.
0: That's right. And then our last game, uh, which we already talked about, on the bottom of that bracket, is Hector going to Foreman. So that will round out all the games for our 2A state playoffs, the first round, and uh, we'll jump right into 3A. Junk, lead us off.
2: Hey, Carl.
0: <laughs> what?
1: What do Gators use for
2: birth control? <laughs>
1: They were, we're trying to make a family show here hey, now. Their personality. <laughs> oh, my word. All right. Oh, 3A, my.
2: number one, Harding Academy, seven and one. Number two, the Prescott Curly Wolves. Number three, the McGee Owls. Number four, Rising. number five, Hoxie. What about
0: you, Matt? Did you change anything from last week?
2: Yeah, I flip-flopped Prescott and McGee. We may be the same this week.
0: Yeah, I've got Harding Academy number one, Prescott at two, Hoxie at three, Ryzen at four, and McGee at five.
2: I got you. I got you. You're yeah. you're, you're close. Yeah. You're close, but not quite. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, did you write anything about these teams?
0: I, I didn't. I just wrote down, you know, their, their record and then what they're averaging offensively and defensively. So you wrote stats. Hmm, yeah. Go figure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I put the returning state champions, you know, they got a great quarterback, a uh, state champion quarterback. I'm interested to see them, another one of these teams, I'm interested to see them play one of those South Arkansas yeah. athletic, mm-hmm. fast teams. You know, McGee, Prescott, Rising, one of these physical fast teams. Uh, Prescott, number two, they're dominant over Glen Rose Friday night. Their quarterback, Jacoby Nolan, four touchdown passes, 10 runs for 85 yards and a touchdown over Glen Rose impressive uh mcgee you know they keep winning they keep not letting people score points
0: i'm telling you that their their defense is averaging 4.6 a game they're giving up 4.6 points a game which leads the state
2: yeah it's incredible it's incredible and the thing is i don't know that they'd win their conference head to head with rising
0: that's right
2: i mean rising's the same way you know we finally got to see them play this week after being off for a month or more, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, they play Drew Central, not a great football team, but they won forty two zero. Right, uh, and then Hoxie, man, they just keep winning. You know, they're kind of my, in my opinion, the biggest surprise of three A this year. I
0: agree. So that'll lead us into our 3A Spotlight Game of the Week. We got Hackett, 4-4 four and four on the season, 2-4 and four in conference, going to Mountain View, which is 5-5 five and five on the season, 1-4 and four in conference. There's only three 3A games this week due to the, the way the bracket shook out. There's going to be three Play-ins. play-in games to get into the, the meat of the bracket. So um, out of the three games, we've, we felt like this was going to be the most contested ball game. So, Junk, tell us a little bit about this ball game.
2: Well, you know, these two teams are about as evenly matched as you could get in a contest. Uh, They're both scoring in the mid to upper 20s, and they're both giving up, I think, exactly 31 points a game. Mm -hmm. I really didn't have a good reason why to pick one or the other. I just, you know, seeing Mountain View, who they played in their conference, I went with Mountain View by four. Okay.
0: Okay. I like the pick. Uh, you know, Mountain View, they've got a junior quarterback, Elijah Carlton, who had over 100 yards on the ground two weeks ago. Uh, J- Jair Jackson returns to the lineup this week. He's a, a dynamic playmaker for them, for the Yellow Jackets. They have a big physical defensive line. Um, Hackett's offense led by senior quarterback Avery Hester. He had over 2,100 yards last year. And their running back, Weston Winters, is their workhorse out of the backfield. He had almost uh, 900 yards a season to go. Um, I think this, like you said, this is a tough matchup to pick because they're so they're just even they're so evenly matched. But I am going to go with Mountain View. I am going to go with the Yellow Jackets by seven in this one. We're close, four and seven. <laughs> All right, so our only two other games for three A. This will wrap up three A pretty quick. We got Walnut Ridge going to Lake Village, and then we got Baptist Prep going to Corning. In that first matchup, I've got Walnut Ridge by seven. I got them by 12. And then Baptist Prep going to Corning. This is a pretty interesting matchup yeah. in itself. You know, Baptist Prep has been a little bit up and down all, all year. They have won some games. They have won some games and they they've done it with with low numbers. I think they've got only 22 kids on that the roster. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, um that's a long trip to Corning. And that's that's another thing we don't talk about a lot. You know, home field advantage is probably not what it what it has been in the past because right. of COVID. Right. But in the playoffs, you've got these trips that are – Yeah,
2: especially in your smaller conferences.
0: Yeah, you got, you're got you making some road trips.
2: Right. I was thinking about that today. You know, I guess in 7A, pretty much every team is Fayetteville, Fort Smith, the Little Rock.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: But some of these 2A, 3A, 4A schools, man, they may travel. Well, we're fixing to see here in a little bit. what P Ridge goes to Magnolia, they're going to go, what,
0: over five hours? It's five and a half hours. Then you got to go play football. Right. So that you think that doesn't make a difference. It does. It does. So I'm going to go with Corning in this one, the home team, just because they do, do not have to make that long trip. I'm going to go with Corning by 10.
2: I went with Corning by 8.
0: Okay, so we agreed on all those. Is that we,
2: right? We did. Now, hang on one second. I made bracket notes. Well, you did. For each week. Yeah, because I wanted to kind of just preview what the brackets look like. Real short notes. Don't worry. Well, we won't I be mean, here long.
0: You need to do something to kind of – Win a win a week. I mean
2: I make the jokes,
1: man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you're the butt of the jokes, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> where I it's where I stick it's where I stay around here. <laughs> here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. <laughs> so any of these top five teams could be number one. I put that in my notes. Harding has a tough matchup with the good Boomville team in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll probably if they win that, they'll see Ryzen in the semifinals. Well, then on the other side, Prescott and McGee will meet in the quarterfinals. That would be a
0: great ball game. Yeah.
2: And the winner of that will play Hoxie or even Newport, depending on who wins that game. Right. So some pretty good matchups before even the semifinals.
0: Yeah, and this this classification, uh, I was talking about it with someone this morning, it's got, it's got eight to ten teams in this classification that if they peak at the right time, they could end up at Memorial Stadium.
2: Absolutely. And that's what I meant by when I said that any of these five teams could be number one. I'm serious. I mean, you know, we don't know. The one real maybe uncertainty is how does Harding Academy match up with the rest of these? Because you look at Prescott, McGee, Rising, they're probably real similar. Mm-hmm. Historically, they're all pretty much the same type of team. But, uh, you know, Harding just kind of is, is kind of a offset a little different. They do things a little differently. So, seeing how they play, they're kind of like a PA. Right. Maybe not have as many just gifted athletes, but –
0: are disciplined. They're disciplined, and, and they spread you out, and, they, right. and their their scheme. It's it's things that those South Arkansas teams don't see week in and week out. Right, right. It's hard. And a lot of
2: times they, they they're just coach so well. Right. And you know, I'm not I'm not saying they can't beat these teams because they're the returning state champs.
0: Exactly. So that'll bring us into our uh, ASI question of
1: the week. Our, <clears throat> our email of the week. And guys, I actually got a little sound effect. Oh. So let me add that, and then I'll get to the question that, uh, that Greg sent in to us. Took our call getting God, fancy. Dude,
0: this thing claims I have mail. It's amazing what we can do with computers these days. Dude, now I'm reading
1: it. So, yeah, so uh, there you go. So we got a little little sound effect there. All right, so this email comes in from Greg H. He's from North Little Rock. And his question to you guys is that Hogs have not been favored in almost three years for an SEC game. It seems like it's been a while since we've been favored. So the remaining schedule, will they be favored in any one of those games? So I can give you the schedule real quick, and then you guys can kind of talk about it. You know, of course, they got Florida, not going to be favored in that one. Uh, but next week they got LSU coming to Fayetteville. Week after that they got Missouri and then, of course, Alabama. So – you know, what, what's your thoughts? I know the LSU and Alabama game is being canceled, but I think from what I heard, LSU was a 24-point underdog, which is the most they've ever been in their history, and it's kind of ironic that they um, have COVID now and not going to play that game. So, anyway, out of that remaining schedule, do you think Arkansas will be favoring any of those? So,
2: I do, and and here's why. We're we're getting respect within the conference that we haven't gotten a long time, deservingly so we haven't gotten in a long time because we've been terrible, but – You know we're in we're number five in the power rankings right now in the conference.
0: That's incredible. That's
2: incredible.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. And,
2: And something funny to go along with you talking about LSU. So barstool Razorbacks or Razorbacks barstool whatever it is on Twitter posted a picture of the schedule for next week, and it's got Arkansas and LSU. It's, like, got all the times of the games, Arkansas LSU at, like, 11 o'clock, and it says, thanks a lot, LSU. This is your fault.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny because it's always been us. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know. Right.
2: But, you know, so we're going to play at 11 o'clock because they're not very good. We will be picked in that game. We'll be picked in the Missouri game as long – I mean, even if we get destroyed by Florida and – uh, Alabama. Now, if we lose to LSU, things might be different for the Missouri game.
0: Well, are, are we at home at, against Missouri? No, we're on the road.
2: But we are home at L-
1: with LSU.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think we'll be picked against LSU. I think they'll still be a favorite, a small favorite. What? I do. I, I think
1: it's LSU, man. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Wilcox. I agree with Wilcox on this, man. I, I don't. I don't like it, John. I, mean, <laughs> I want to bet you <laughs> on that bet.
0: That LSU will be favored? Yes. In? Okay. Well, we're going to shave our heads if we're
2: wrong. Oh, we'll, <laughs> who's going to buy the other one their salad? <laughs> now that we're eating healthy. All
0: right. But so, I, I do think I do, I do think we'll be favored in the Missouri game. Okay. All right. You really don't
1: think we'll be favored LSU? I do not.
2: You know they're terrible. I do. Okay.
1: I do. be interesting what to see. What about you, Carl? Uh, I think it's going to depend on what we do at Florida. Yeah. I, I really do. I think, it, you know, if we go down there and we get blown out, then then no, I don't think so. But if we keep it close, cover the line, then, yeah, I think
0: uh, we – Which you said we will not. Which
1: so. I know. I, hey, you know, this is predictions, man. So, I just uh, – if we do well, then we might be favored in that game. Definitely against Missouri, but – That LSU game's a toss-up. It's it's a tough call. But, you know, just being favored. I mean, how long has it been? been, You know, since we've been favored.
2: I think that there's a better chance of us getting favored in the LSU than the Missouri game. Do you really? Yeah.
1: You're crazy, man. There's no way.
2: Missouri's been playing some ball the past couple weeks. I don't know if y'all been sleeping on them, but uh, they're better than we thought.
1: Mm -hmm. We'll see. Well, we'll see. Thanks, Greg, for the email. Appreciate it, man. Good topic.
0: Yeah, and guys, uh, keep sending those emails in to our –
1: or email, yeah, uh, between the mats at gmail.com. Yeah, yep. Keep sending those questions in. We've had some really good, really good questions. And I uh, love talking about it here. It, it, it just ch- kind of changes things up with the high school, add a little bit of something different to it.
2: Hey, Carl, can you get a, a crystal ball sound before I to
0: play every time <laughs> I'm going to make a pick? <laughs> Let me see what I can do. Let me <laughs> see what I can do. All right. So that'll bring us into 4A. Um, junk, why don't you start us off with 4A, your top five?
2: Okay. You ready? Hey, pay attention here, big boy down there on the end. All right, I'm anxious. Number one. You better do stark. it. Stark, right? Uh, <laughs> there Rice, you go. Ricebirds, the Rice, come Ricebirds. Come on, man. I the Ricebirds. Rice <laughs> 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 Let me tell you something. Something we haven't really talked about. I mean, we've talked about their kind of coming out of nowhere, but we haven't talked a lot about the fact that this team was 0 and 9.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they didn't win a game last year. They're but, 9 and 0. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's all them sophomores, man. It's all them sophomores coming in. Guys not losing since sixth grade.
2: We're going to see how they do in the SEC 4A, though. Because I got number two, the Nashville Scrappers. I got number three, Shallow Christian. Number four, Little Rock Robinson. Number
0: five, another SEC 4A,
2: Arkadelphia Badgers.
0: That's tough. You've got three from that conference in the top five. Yeah,
2: I did last week, too.
0: And you have Nashville at two?
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Scrappers and the playoffs? Those two – Scrappers and playoffs, those two words are synonymous for ages. I agree.
0: I just don't have them at two. I've got them in my top five. So, I've got the Spurs at, at number one, like I had last week. Actually, I've got Shiloh and, and, and Stuttgart at the same spot. i got Stuttgart one, Shiloh two. And then I've got Joe T at number three. And then I've got Rivercrest at four. And I've got the Scrappers at five. So, we've got – Close to the same. You didn't have Rivercrest in your top five, did you?
2: I didn't, and I—I I, I, I mean, I think they belong somewhere, but I just can't. I'm telling you, I think those three teams are still. I, you know, my, Arkadelphia lost to Malvern Friday, did. Night. and at first I thought, well, they kind of let me down after I touted, touted them so much last week. But Malvern's a good football team; they are. And I went and look, went through looking at Malvern's wins and losses, and you know, we're going to talk about them here in a little bit in the playoffs. They're going, they're going. Be tough to beat in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: they are. So that'll bring us into our ASI spotlight game of the week four four A. We only have I think eight. Is that right, Junk? We got eight play in games for this classification? nine. Nine with the game of the week. Okay, yeah, that's right. So our game of the week, like I said, we we tried to look at the the matchup itself more than the rankings or anything like that. So we got Gravit at three and six on the year, two and four in conference, going two meals, which is four and six on the year, three and four in conference. John, talk to us about this ball game.
2: It's going to be a good game. I really believe it's going to be a real good football game. Both of these teams come off of close wins last week. Yep. Um, You know, they're both pretty evenly matched on offense. But Gravitt's given up 37 points a game on defense. That is the only difference I could find as far as what separates these teams, and that's why I went with Mills by eight.
0: Went with Mills in this one. Well, I'm going to have to agree with you that it is going to be a good ball game, and I'm going to have to disagree with you. I'm going to go with Gravit in this one by one.
2: Picking the away team. From what they're up there by fable, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah.
0: North North Arkansas team. You know, it, it, it should be a great ball game. you got a senior quarterback with Gravit. Um you got playmakers and um, Ringo down there at Mills, and they've also got a, a big tight end at Mills. Kamari and I Slay. saw that. I mean, this kid's 6'5", 220. I mean – He's gonna be a handful, and uh, they played better defense the last couple of weeks. I just, I just think Gravit's gonna get it done and, and make a, one extra play, and I've got Gravit by one in this one.
2: Uh, well, you know, you're wrong. <laughs> hey, let me tell my bracket notes before we pick the Latin round. Yeah, let's do it. So. Shiloh will have to beat a tough Malvern team in week two. We were just talking about that. You know, they just beat beat Arkadelphia. Okay, well, so that what I call the SEC of the 4A. You know, Nashville ended up, because of the Arkadelphia loss, ended up as the conference champions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, earlier in the season, Robinson hit the, goal, hit the goal post on a field goal at, to, to lose the game. I mean, they would have won the game with that field goal. So they're a field goal away from winning the game and uh, being probably the top team in the state. Um. Well, other than maybe the Rice, rice Owls. <laughs> so, Stuttgart and Robinson, though, they'll have to battle in week two, which we mentioned a well while ago. The winner of that has to get through Ashdown to play shallow in the semis. And then we're finally going to probably get to see Nashville play Arkadelphia since we missed them early in the season because mm-hmm. of COVID in the quarters. And then the winner of that game was going to probably see Rivercrest. Yeah. You talk about a – I mean, how awesome would it be just to be able to line those up and just go see them all?
0: Sure. And this classification, we've talked about it all year. This is this is going to be one of the funnest playoffs, oh, I think, man. in the state. They and did a
2: great job of matching them up. They man. did.
0: And, and you know what's crazy is you look at that, that Stuttgart that Robinson matchup in round two, it's like how in the world do you get that matchup in round two? But it's just I the know. way it shook out.
2: I know. Well, it, it, you end up with the and we've seen this a couple of times. We'll see it uh, in the other classifications, but especially in that five A South, you know, when you got a team like or, or a conference like four A seven, you know, they just they're, beat they're, up play, they're playing a three seed.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right,
2: and that's just the way it is, right? And I,
0: you know, you you've kind of been down on shallow the last couple of weeks. You, you're just, not a big I'm believer. Not, I'm
2: not an anti Shiloh at all. I think the Saints are very good. You know, I had them at number one. I'm just not convinced, based on their strength of schedule and their defense, that they're – I mean, they're still number three. I mean, it's right. not like I said they're out. They're gone. I mean, they're still ahead of two of the SEC 4-8. Right, right. So,
0: you know, and Shiloh's – I don't know if it's just because it's, it's a private school thing, but you look at Shiloh, you look at Harding Academy, you look at Pulaski Academy – all three of those schools are very similar when you look at them, as far as their schematics and how they go about doing things. Not to the extent PA is, but Harding Academy spreads you out. Their scheme is hard hard to cover. Same thing with Shallow. They they score a bunch of points, but they give up a bunch of points.
2: Well, a lot and a lot of that has to do with demographics. I mean, you look at those private schools; they're getting your upper echelon, top wealthier people, and so they're not getting a lot of the same kids that these poor. You know, schools are getting that are, you know, a lot of just good athletes, and so they're all, because of the money and everything in the system. They're also able to create a environment with coaching and sure. everything that they can coach these kids up. Whereas a lot of these schools, and I'm not saying the coaches are lesser, but they're just going out there and being athletes. Yeah, and that's why it makes it fun to see them playing the playoffs because you see how they actually match up.
0: Right. It ought to be fun. Well, that'll take us into our lightning round for four A. The play-in games for this uh, classification. Our first game is Truman. Uh, sorry, Heber Springs going to Truman. I've got Truman by ten. I got Truman by six. Boxite going to Huntsville. This was a tough game for me to pick. I went with Huntsville by three.
2: Home went with
0: Boxite by seven. Nice. The miners, man. So you—that's what is our fourth pick. Different so far? We've had a few. You might actually catch me this week or go way further behind. Well, with your system, there's no telling it. <laughs> it's just simple
2: math junk. <laughs> Anytime there's a point something, I'm out.
0: <laughs> All right. So I got Jonesboro West Side going to Hamburg. I got Hamburg by eight.
2: I got Hamburg by 16.
0: Okay. And then we jump over to the other side of the bracket. We've got Green Forest going to Ball Knob. I've got Bald Knob by 21. I do too. Nice. Star City going to Arkadelphia. I've got Arkadelphia big. I've got the Badgers by 30.
2: i got the Badgers by 28.
0: Okay. Fountain Lake going to Pottsville. I'm going to go with the road team in this one. I'm going Fountain Lake by eight. I too shall pick the road team and go with Fountain Lake by seven. Okay. And then Clinton, our last matchup of 4A. Clinton, the Yellow Jackets going to Blyville. I've got Blyville by 13. Blyville by 11. Okay, very good. And that will finish us up for 4A, and that will lead us straight into 5A, and I will tell you my top five for 5A, this classification. So starting off, no big surprise, Pulaski Academy, the Bruins, stay at number one. The Wind Yellow Jackets stay at number two. Harrison Goblins, the Golden Goblins, stay at three. Little Rock Christian stays at number four from last week, and Texarkana stays at five. So my top five actually stayed the exact same from the week before.
2: Yeah, and I think I'm right there with you. Did you say Harrison 3, Little Rock 4, Christian 4?
0: Four? Uh, Harrison 3, Little Rock Christian 4.
2: I'm with you, man. P.A. win, Harrison, Little Rock Christian, and Texarkana. I put the Razorbacks in the top five this week because Moralton dropped, laid an egg, and lost to Clarksville.
0: Very nice. So you got any notes on your top five? I do.
2: I do. You know, I'm gifted in the <laughs> the area of note-taking. Uh. <laughs> uh PA, you know, we're going to see them in War Memorial more than likely if they can beat win in the semis. I think that's their biggest test of right. the year. Uh, the only team that can possibly push them is win, and they're going to see them in the semis. So Wynn, uh, you know, they were off week 10. Uh, they're 9-0, and and they've been impressive all year long. You know, we wondered if they, them in Batesville would be a good game, and they came out and they handled Batesville. Right. So they end up, you know, dominating that conference and maybe the only team to push PA. Harrison, you know, this team goes as Cole Keyline goes. I agree. He's very impressive and can score on anyone, uh, but that team could be contested. could could be tested by Camden Fairview. Oh, in week yeah. Week two. Uh, Christian. You know they actually have the best path to get back to War Memorial, just because of the bracket. Uh, Teresh Kenna, you know they're the top seed in 5A South. They only played five games, but they won all five. Yep. You know, and I put in my bracket notes that Harris, Harrison could be tested against Ken and Fairview, uh, but the winner should make the pl- the semis to play Christian, which would, is why I said that's the easiest path because you dodge Win and Academy. Uh, those two are going to meet in the semis. Winner of that is likely going to win the next week in War Memorial Stadium.
0: Gotcha. Well, I like the notes, Junk. That'll bring us to our ASI Spotlight Game of the Week for 5A. You know, this is this is one of those classifications that because of the extended playoffs and, and all the teams opting in, we've got 27 teams that opted in into the 5A state playoffs out of 32. So there's only five teams that opted out. And it makes for some really interesting matchups, especially when you when you look at some of the East versus West matchups in this in this bracket. And so we'll talk about a few of those. Our first one, spotlight game of the week, is Farmington. The Cardinals four and five on the season, two and four in conference, going to Valley View, uh, going northeast against a Valley View team that's five and four on the season and three and three in conference. You know Farmington comes into this game off a tough loss last week to Alma. You know I picked Farmington to win that ball game. They lost eight to three. Uh, I think they missed a late field goal and had a had a touchdown nullified by a penalty. So could have won that game, but but ended up losing it in the end. The Valley View lost to a good baseball team, thirty seven to ten. You know I had the benefit of watching Farmington play this year against the Greenbrier, and I was super impressed um, with baseball's front seven on defense, probably. From what I've seen this year, the best front seven that I've seen in five
2: A. You talking about Farmington? Yeah, Farmington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the The issue I have with Farmington and is the reason that I think that they scored three points last week is that they're one dimensional. Yeah. Well, that's what we saw when we went up there. You know, if you force them to throw the quarter, throw the football, for, force the quarterback to throw the football, they can get in trouble pretty quick. Right. And so, uh, I, like I say, I don't know how Alma held them to three points. Other than they must have forced them, yeah. must have loaded the box and shut down the run. Had to have. And that's why, you know, and Valley View can throw the football.
0: They can. You know, Valley View's coming off of two conference championships in an East division that's been dominated for so many years by Batesville and Win. Right. And, and Valley View sne- sneaks in there the last two years and wins conference championships. Their quarterback, Zach Strasner, he threw for over 1,200. He's thrown for over 1,200 yards this season. Um, their senior running back, Jeb Raper, he's their bell cow out of the backfield. They've got – a they returned four starters on the offensive line. Uh, pretty good football team. I just don't think they've lived up to their expectations this year. They thought they would have another chance at a conference title. Yeah. And and the defense has let them down a little bit this year, giving up over twenty points a ball game. This was one of those games, Junk, that I went. Back. I went back and forth. I went back and forth all day. I mean, I I picked I picked Farmington early, then I come back scratched it out. And I went Valley View, but in the end, I've got Valley View winning a close one. I've got Valley View by one. So I
2: did the exact same thing, you know, and I think it's 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 probably because we've seen these teams, you know, like like Farmington, the five the A West teams, we've seen them play. So you know, we've seen them be good at times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did. I had Farmington. I was like, man, I've seen them play some good football this year. But then when I looked at the, you know, the, like the notes, like you 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 showed me some of your notes, um, where value if you can throw the football, and then mm-hmm. I started thinking about, well, you know. I understand why they only scored three points last week because Farmington can't do anything but run the ball. right? And so I went with Valley View by
0: eight. Okay, so we agree on that one. That'll bring us into our lightning round for the 5A state playoffs. You know, this, get, this bracket is, is. – Pretty crazy looking because of the, the number of teams. It, it's not. It doesn't match up as evenly as some of the other brackets. We've got quite a few what you call play-in games to get into the normal bracket in a normal year. Um, so we'll just roll through those. When you're looking at your bracket at home, typically the team on top is the home team. But if you're looking at this bracket online, it's the, actually the first round. It's the team on bottom.
2: See, I've always thought the team on bottom was the home team. Right. In most brackets, is that not right?
0: I, I I know in the state championship brackets, I saw that in years past. It's always been the top. The top. Mm-hmm. What I did find out this morning as well, and I have to get this confirmed, is after the first round, it goes by seeding, and so it doesn't necessarily follow. Oh, that's the good to know. Yeah, that's good to know. And if it is the same, if you're the same seed, then it, and it goes with the team on the top of the bracket. Okay. Yep, so we'll get into it right quick. Um, BB is going to Camden Fairview. I got Fairview in this one by 21.
2: I got Fairview by 28.
0: Okay. Jacksonville going to Baseball. I got Baseball by 20.
2: I got Baseball by 21.
0: Okay. Hot Springs going to Whitehall. This ought to be a pretty good ball game. Um, I've got Whitehall in this one by... A closer margin than what a lot of people probably think. I got Whitehall by seven.
2: I got him by 12. I think it's going to be a good game.
0: Yeah. Uh, Failed to mention in that part of the bracket, Harrison is your one seed. They have a bye this week. Um, Going to the bottom side of that same bracket, you've got Lakeside. That's the one seed that gets a bye this week. And Little Rock Christian uh, is on the bottom side. Uh, That's a two seed that gets a bye as well. So we got Watson Chapel going to Valonia. Man, I I studied over this one and fretted over this one. and um, I think in the end, Watson-Chapel's just got too many athletes. Bologna's struggling a little bit offensively to find their way without their starting quarterback. Uh, they're a little bit limited offensively. They do have a scrappy, scrappy defense. But I'm going to go with Watson-Chapel by three.
2: I went with Watson-Chapel by four.
0: Okay. And then we got Green County Tech. Clarksville going to Green County Tech. This is another east-west matchup. You know, Clarksville, they're a good football team, and I think they're starting to finally figure it out. This, You know, last week they got their offense going. Um, I've got Clarksville. I think they're going to ball control Green County Tech. They're going to play solid defense. They're going to keep it away from them. I got Clarksville by six.
2: I got Clarksville by three. You know, I think Clarksville's just in – I mean, I think the West is a better conference. And then I think when you look at how Clarksville finished off the season, you know – they played um, – obviously, they just beat Moralton.
0: Beat a really good Moralton team. Yeah,
2: and they played some other games that they were really in yeah. against some good teams.
0: Almost beat Bologna. Right. Went down to the end. That's right. So, on the other side of the bracket, you've got PA at the top with their number one seed. Uh, They'll have a bye this week. Then you've got um, – the next game was our spotlight game. You've got uh, Farmington going to Valley View. Then you got got uh, – what a road trip this is, man. you got P Ridge. From the northwest part of the state, the tip of the state, up by Missouri, going all the way down to Magnolia, five-and-a-half-hour drive <laughs> on a yellow dog.
2: To play a higher-seeded team. Right. <laughs> what is the Magnolia seed?
0: So I'm, I'm not sure what their seed was. I believe they were a two. They, I, I believe they were a two. They were a two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you got P Ridge who's 1 and 6 on the season, 1 and 3 in conference going to a 2 seed. You know, it's they a, played some close games. They have. And this is their first year up in this classification and and they've they've competed well.
2: You know, they scored 28 points on on Harrison. Harrison and Harrison beat this Magnolia team.
0: Right. I've got Magnolia in this one by 20.
2: I got Magnolia by 17, but I'm pulling for P Ridge <laughs> cuz Greenbrier is going to have to play the winner. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: So the next game is Greenbrier, uh, Brooklyn coming to Greenbrier. You know, Brooklyn's a, another one of those teams that's jumped up in classification in the East. They've they've battled well this year. They've won some ball games. Being their first year up, they're three and six on the season, two and four in conference. I got the Panthers in this one by fourteen.
2: I got Greenbrier by thirteen. That's
0: a pretty good drive from Brooklyn, and it right by Jonesboro. Yeah, it's probably two and a half hours. Yeah,
2: pretty good trip. Yep.
0: And then the bottom half of this bracket, you got Win, um, who's the one seed out of the East. Getting uh, by this week, and you've got some interesting matchups in this bottom half of this bracket. The way this bracket's going to shake out, this will be a fun side of the bracket to watch. So you got Marmel, uh, you got Nettleton. Sorry, you got Nettleton going to Marmel. I got Marmel by seventeen. I got him by fourteen. That could be a little bit of a ball game. It could be. And then the next uh, game, we've got Hope going to Moulton. I've got Moulton by 24.
2: I got him by 18. And one thing I wanted to say a while ago, I didn't. Uh, when we were talking about, you know, Moulton lost to Clarksville. Mm-hmm. You know, Moulton's, from what I understand, they're pretty beat up. Yeah. yeah
0: I think they've lost three or four of their starting yeah. defensive players. That's what I've heard too. Yeah. So the last game of our 5A uh, on the bottom half of that bracket, you've got Alma going to Texarkana, another pretty good road trip. I've got Texarkana by 17. I picked
2: them by 10. I picked the Razorbacks by 10. This game could be a lot. I mean, they could score. They could beat them by 30. I just don't know. Right. I mean, we They've only played five games. So we do know that they're good. Uh, but, we, you know, we don't know what
0: Alma's going to do. Sure, and that's that's the question mark is, you know, Alma, how, who's going to show up? They come to Greenbrier 1-6, and,
2: and and they play their butts off and give us a game, then the next week they go over and they beat uh, Farmington. Right. So I mean, and I told you after the game we played them, they're better than what we what their their record shows. Yeah, and then,
0: like you said, Texarkana, you, you, they've just played five ball games, so you right. don't really know. But and the reason I said the bottom half of this matchup, if you, if you go with the, the teams that we picked uh, to move to that second round, you're gonna have a win versus Malmail matchup, right. And a Morrilton versus Texarkana matchup. That could be good. It could be good. All right, guys, well, that'll wrap us up for 5A. Um, That'll lead us into this is the time of the broadcast that we do. We uh, pay a little bit of recognition to our uh, American Safeguard, Faulkner County Player of the Week. So last week for Week 9, we went to Mayflower, and we recognized number one Jamichael Williams. He's a senior over there for the Eagles. He's a running back and plays linebacker. Uh, in week nine he had 168 yards rushing two touchdowns had 31 yards receiving and then on defense he had eight tackles and john let me tell you something about this this young man he's he was funny and he was impressive he just had a presence about him when you met him he just had a a great personality, Uh, I can see where he could be a leader of this ball club. You know, Mayflower's had a rough year. They haven't – I think they've won two ball games. but I think their numbers have been down. uh, Their numbers have been down, and and they've had some kids quit and transfer and things like that. But just to meet this young man and and what he's persevered through, you can tell that that he's absolutely a leader of this team. And that's that's one thing that you'll see about – I think it's just a commonality of the – of the players that we recognize, yeah, recognized. I was gonna say
2: it seems like week in week out we see this.
0: Yeah, so the players that we recognize not only are they great great football players, but they they're great young men, and I think that just goes hand in hand with the character that they show. Um, You know, I, I was talking to Jamichael after after the the recognition and, and the award presentation, and I said, "Man, which side of the, which side of the football do you like to play?" And so, man, I love defense. I love to my hit kind people. of guy yeah and you know you don't hear that a whole lot anymore when kids want to score and be recognized scoring points but he he was a, he's a headhunter he loved to hit people so congratulations to Jamichael and um on his faulkner county player of the week for week nine and good luck to the eagles this week in the playoffs did we pretty much
2: every team in faulkner county have a winner this year
0: uh yes we we recognize one from every school, and
2: yeah, we don't intentionally do that. No. I mean that's all voted on yes sir. that's pretty- that's pretty awesome yeah it is so Carl <laughs> Carl, yes, yes, how do you get a Florida grad University of Florida grad? How do you get' them off of your porch? <sighs> no idea, you pay them for the pizza, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we've
2: lost Carl. <laughs> Dude, I like Carl better than I thought I did because he laughs at my joke. (laughs) Even though he's negative, I like him. Oh,
1: shoot. You're almost so bad. I
2: have to laugh at him, I'm still going to buy his wife an ice cream next time I see him.
0: (laughs) All right. So let's jump into 6A. Junk, give us your top five for 6A. All right.
2: Greenwood Bulldogs, number one, 10-0. You know, it's impressive. They got to play 10 football games this year. It is. So, they're 10-0. and 0. Uh, They rolled all year long. You know, had a close one Friday night with Lake Hamilton. They did. And I picked Lake Hamilton last week. I thought they could possibly get the upset after seeing them roll over Benton like they did. But you were wrong. I but know. I was wrong. Hey, they lost by 10 points. It was closer than it that. It was. It was a good ball game. Uh, I got Lake Hamilton at number two, eight and one. Number three, I've got the seven and one part View. What are they? The Patriots. The Patriots. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, number four, Benton uh there's six and four four losses though that were tough losses yeah uh and then I got five I got sylvan heels matt's uh pick from two weeks ago over jonesboro yeah
0: so i'm I'm pretty close with you i've got Greenwood at one um they just ran ran through the schedule. They did get tested there the last game against Lake Hamilton. You know, we talked about that ball game last week. Uh, I believe it was our spotlight game last week. And, and if Lake Hamilton could get it done against Greenwood and really earn that respect to be in the upper echelon of 6-8. Right. Of right. And they, they played a heck of a ball game. They really did. And, and took them to the end. I still got Lake Hamilton at three on my bracket. Um, that's where I had them last week. Or my top five, sorry. And I've got Parkview at number two. I think Parkview is one of those teams that, you know, they didn't get to play Greenwood. They didn't get to play Benton earlier. Or did they play? They
2: played Benton, Benton, but they, they didn't play uh, Greenwood Cam- or uh... – Lake Hamilton. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah,
0: so two of the two of the tougher matchups in that conference, they, they missed out on due to COVID. But I think just their talent alone at Parkview, that's why I've got them up number two. Four, Benton, and then five, rounding up my five is the same. I've got Sylvan Hills.
2: Who'd you have it three?
0: I had Lake Hamilton. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So our six A spotlight, ASA spotlight game of the week this week. Uh, this ought to be a fun matchup. And looking through this bracket, um, there was a couple different ways we could have gone with this game, but we we picked for our spotlight game. We've got Mountain Home, the Bombers, five and five on the season, three and four in conference. Going to Pine Bluff, the Zebras are four and three on the season, three and two at conference. What do you think, Junk?
2: Man, you know Mountain Homes really turned that program around. You know, they got old Brian Mallet up there. Yeah. Uh, they've done a good job of of winning five games this year. I mean, this is a team that hadn't won a game in a long time. Yeah. Uh, the Zebras are loaded with athletes, and they've improved tremendously each week. This is one of the teams that I've really noticed week to week has gotten better. Right. Uh, I'm going with Pine Bluff
0: by seven. I like your pick. You know, I talked about the Zebras uh, uh, two or three weeks ago about, you know, look out for them when they come playoff time because they're young. They're starting to figure it out. They're starting to come together as a team. And we've seen that as the weeks have progressed. You know, like you said, the Bombers have turned their program around. Uh, Coach Ari up there has done a great job. Their quarterback is an absolute stud, Bryce McKay. He's, he's thrown for over 1,300 yards this season, and he's also ran the ball for 1,143 yards. They've also got a running back, a senior running back, Gage Hershberger, that has ran for over four yards a carry and just under 1,000 yards for the season. So offensively, they put up a lot of numbers. Defensively, they're giving up a lot of numbers too. They're, they're giving up over 31 points a game. Uh, the Zebras are just good. They've got talent all over the field. They're young. Uh, they've got an all-state all-state defensive tackle and Bradley Clark, the anchors of the defensive line, he just wrecks havoc on opposing offenses. Uh, he kind of handles the defensive line of scrimmage. I think Pine Bluff will get this one done in a close one. I got Pine Bluff by seven.
2: Oh, good pick, yeah. smart guy. Yeah. Hey, I think Greenwood. You know, looking at the bracket, they're going to roll probably through the semis, and if Benton takes care of business, they'll probably see Greenwood in the semis. But that other side, and you got Silver Hills and Parkview playing to meet the winner of Lake Hamilton-El Dorado in the semi, There's some football games there. And that could be exciting to see how it shakes out. Uh, I think Greenwood's likely
0: going to still be victorious in Little Rock
2: at yeah. the end. But uh, that that uh, one side of that bracket, really, the, the ride to get there could be exciting.
0: Yeah, and, the, you know, Greenwood is the odds-on favorite to win the trophy again this year. But, you know, come playoff time, anything can happen.
2: That's true. And you saw that game Friday night with Lake Hamilton. You know, if Lake Hamilton – makes it to the finals, it's hard to beat that same team twice. It is. You're Especially exactly. when
0: you're matched up. You're exactly right. So we'll roll through these games pretty quick. Uh, you got Greenwood, West Memphis going to Greenwood. Hey, hold on just a second. Did Junk give us a pick on that uh, Pine bluff?
2: Yeah, we both picked seven. Pine bluff by seven.
0: Okay. So we got uh, West Memphis going to Greenwood. I've got Greenwood by 35.
2: I got him by 32.
0: Got Van Buren going to Jonesboro. I've got Jonesboro by seven.
2: I got Jonesboro by four. Okay. That's going to be a good game.
0: I think so too. I think Van Buren is a lot better than the record indicates.
2: Yeah. Well, you look at their losses all year long. Of course, they're playing tough teams, right. but, you know, they lost close games to good teams. Yeah. And they got a really good quarterback over there. They do.
0: We got Marion going to Benton. I've got Benton by 17.
2: I got Benton by 14.
0: Okay. On the other side of the bracket, we got Russellville going to Sylvan. I've got Sylvan Hills by 21. I got them by eight. By eight? You think that's going to be a close ball game?
2: You know, Russellville is one of those teams that we talked about earlier. Uh, like, some of the one of the teams we talked about earlier that, you know,
0: depends on what week it is. Sure. They showed up to play a few games this year. And, and offensively, they put points on the board. They do. They do. i got Cersei going to Parkview. I've got Parkview in this one by 17.
2: I've got Parkview by 17 also.
0: Sheridan going to Lake Hamilton. I've got Lake Hamilton by 28. Got them by 32. And then the last game in 6A for the first round, we got Salem Springs making a massive trip to El Dorado. That's got to be a long one too. Yeah, I got El Dorado in this one by six. I got El Dog by eight. El Dog by eight. So we agreed on all of those. That's a that's a scary scary thing.
2: You just don't want me to
0: catch you. You figure <laughs> if you lose with me, we're, we'll stay the same. <laughs> it's a good thing. We don't compare notes before. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our last classification. So 7A, uh, my top five for this week in this classification, has stayed the same since we started this podcast in week eight. Uh, I've got Bryant at number one they they're just a machine you know last week i really thought um conway coming into town conway was rolling offensively uh beat a good christian brothers team out of memphis kind of prepared yeah. them for this game and they had a lot of confidence coming in i really expected it to be a good ball game and bryant just absolutely rolled they did they scored 35 in the first quarter put up almost 700 yards of offense against conway you think
2: they're trying to prove something
0: I think I think they've they've heard a little bit of uh, rumblings about some national rankings, and they're trying to they're trying to prove a point. I really think that.
2: I just wonder if they if 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 they wonder or if they think each week when they sit and they hear the can North Little Rock pull it off again this year, or can Conway Conway's playing good, they're going to give him a game. If they're like, no, why are y'all saying that? Right. We're going to go out here and beat them by seventy, and they scored seventy.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's impressive what they're doing, and I think they've. I think they've gotten so much confidence, they're playing so, with so much confidence. They've looked, they've looked beyond Arkansas football, and they're trying to get ranked nationally. I really, oh, yeah, do. And,
2: they, and they are. Yeah. I mean they're in that top 30-35. I
0: think that's right. I got Bentonville still at number two. Um, man, this game, what, which, are, what I think will end up being the finals is Bentonville and Bryant. This will be a fun game to see. You know, the only common opponent that Bryant and Bentonville's had is Conway, and. Conway played Bentonville to a close ball game early in the season. I think yeah. it was week two, week one, week two. And so if you if you compare notes, which you can't really do that because it was so, so – I mean,
2: it was still a couple score game though, wasn't
0: it? I think it ended up being 14-17 yeah, yeah, points. Yeah, I think that's right, yeah. But it, like I said, it was such a early in the season, you can't really compare because Conway – I think Conway played a lot better football towards the end of yeah. the season. So I, it, I just think it will be a great matchup between Bryant and Bentonville. And then three, I've got North Little Rock – Four, I've got Conway, and number five, I've got Cabot.
2: Same here, Matt, one through five, and it's been that way pretty much for the last three weeks.
0: You got any notes on this one?
2: Yeah, I do. Uh, You know, Bryant's had an amazing season. You know, we've we've talked about that. They'll be in one memorial, probably going to play Bentonville. Uh, North Little Rock, you know, they had a good rebound from Bryant, from the Bryant loss to beat a good Cabot team. Uh, Conway, they're they're licking their wampus wounds (laughs) from the Bryant game. I still love them. I do, man. I think they're good. And I think they're three or four. Yeah. Uh, And then Cabot, uh, you know, they they suffered another competitive loss to another top-tier team in their conference. That's right. Um, You know, Conway should breeze through to play Bryant in the semis. And Bentonville should handle Cabot, and will likely play North Little Rock in the semis. And I expect to see what we talked about a North—I mean a Bentonville Bryant matchup. Right.
0: You know, I was talking to the um, high school principal at Bryant last week, and before the Conway game, and he gave me a little a little nugget to throw out here for a stat. And um, he said, Bryant has let's see has won twenty six games, and twenty one of those have been twenty six games in a row and twenty of one of those has been by the mercy rule
2: How many of them this year haven't been by the mercy rule
0: well, I mean probably uh, none probably none yeah that's impressive i actually I think Catholic I think Catholic I heard it was the only team this year that that did not get beat by the mercy rule, really yeah,
2: they're celebrating in Catholic. <laughs> right.
0: All right, so that'll bring us into our ASI Spotlight game of the week, four seven a. You got Fort Smith Northside five and four on the season, two and four in conference, going to Springdale Harbor, which is four and six on the season, four and three in conference. Um, you know, North Northside comes into this game after blanking Little Rock Southwest, uh, Junk Cinderella Story forty five to zero last Friday, and then Harbor lost a tough ball game to Fayetteville last Friday, thirty three to seven.
2: 12 years from now, when Southwest wins the state championship, I'm going to be like, you I told you it was going to happen.
0: <laughs> All right. The, the Grizzlies, Northside Grizzlies, are averaging 21 points a ball game offensively, giving up 25 a game defensively. Uh, Drayden Norwood, I'm sure you've heard that name, Junk. He's he's dynamic with the ball in his hands. He plays quarterback. They split him out some. He's really he, – he's being he – rec- do anything. I mean, he's being recruited as a defensive back and has, yeah. has over 15 Power 5 D1 offers, so – Kid's a stud playmaker. Uh, you look at Harbor on the other side, they're averaging 25 points on offense, giving up almost 30 on defense. You know, Coach Wood's done a good job with his bunch, and their junior quarterback, Drew McClendon, he's thrown for over 1,300 yards this season. They've got a, a very, very talented sophomore running back. You don't see that very often in 7A football, but they've got a, a sophomore running back, Hudson Brewer. Um, he's averaging over six and a half yards at carry, and he's got 1,300 yards on the season. You know, Looking at this matchup, I think it's going to be a game of offense, and whoever makes the least amount of mistakes. Um, I, I went back and forth on this one, but in the end, I think uh, Northside is going to make a few more plays. I have got Northside by four.
2: So I, I I also went back and forth on this because I look at Harbor. I look at their their stats, and I and I think how do they not win more football games? They won four games this year. Mm-hmm. Now, are they in that Central Conference?
0: No, they're in. They're up. Are they? Yeah.
2: Uh, there's one team that looks like they're not supposed to be up there, but they are. Uh, you know, I think it's one of the Fort Smith. Teams.
0: I think it's Southside.
2: Southside. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're over in that conference. How do they not win one four games in that conference? Because I mean, they got some playmakers, like right. you just said. Uh, Northside, same thing. You know, at the beginning of the, or middle of the season, I thought, well, they're the ones right behind Bentonville, mm-hmm. but then they lost a couple games, and so you know, they're right there. Uh, so it could be a toss up, but I, I am I am going to go with Northside by five, just because I think you know, just because they win they won more football games.
0: Yeah, I like the pick. All right, so let's get into our lightning round for seven A. We got Heritage uh, one and nine on the season. They've got the uh, daunting task of going to Bryant. I've got Bryant by as many as they want it to be. I've got Bryant by forty
2: eight. Yeah, uh, I mean it's you just ask them how much do you want to win by, right? I got him by fifty four.
0: Yeah. So, uh, the winner of that game will take on the winner of our, our spotlight game, Northside and Harbor. And then below that, you've got Central, uh, who only got to play six ball games this year. It's tough to really get a feel for them. They're going to Fayetteville, who's playing really good football of, of, as of late. I've got Fayetteville by 10.
2: i got Fayetteville by 17.
0: Okay. Then you got Springdale at the bottom of that bracket going to Conway. i got Conway by 27.
2: I've got Conway by 42. Whoa. Robert's Cat's going to come out. Scores and points.
0: Rolling them. All right. Bentonville is the only team uh, on the other side of the bracket, the only team in seven A to get a, a buy in the first round. Uh, Little Rock Southwest, the Cinderella story, is over. They opted out of the playoffs this season. So you got Bentonville with a buy first round, then below that you have Rodgers going to Cabot. You know, looking at this record these records, Junk, you know, this ought to be a really good ball game. I think um, you know, Cabot six and three, Rogers is six and two. Um We'll find out a lot about conferences and how the conferences, the strength of the conference, is in this ball game. But I do have Cabot in this one by ten.
2: I got him by fourteen.
0: Uh, next, we got Fort Smith Southside going to North Little Rock. I got uh, the Charging Wildcats by twenty-one. I got him by forty-two. Hmm. Wow. All right. And then the last ball game, which ought to be a really good ball game, you got Little Rock Catholic going to Bentonville West. I do believe I heard Bentville West is having some problems with COVID. I think Are they? I think they've got several players out with COVID. Um, I've got Catholic in this one by three.
2: I've got Catholic by six. But Matt, you brought up a good point right there. So the the way that they handle that is obviously they don't have a choice. But basically, if you have issues with COVID in the playoffs, you're
0: out. Yeah, it's it's you know in the regular season it was it was deemed a no contest, right? And, and neither team was deemed a, a loss, but. Um, just due to time constraints um, in the playoffs, if you have to cancel due to COVID or any other reason for that matter, it, it counts as a forfeit, yeah. and, and you're you're done for the year.
2: Do you remember when my truck got stolen? I do not. You don't? I, I'll tell Carl. You, you'll remember when I tell you this. But So, Carl, last time we played Florida and we were in phase. <laughs> And uh, I was in Walmart, right? I was in Walmart getting some stuff for the game, getting a couple of those little flags you put on your window, you know, yeah. the flags while you go down the road. Well, this this uh, Gator fan comes running in. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" Because he saw me walk in. He said, "He said, man, somebody jumped in your truck whenever you, whenever you came inside and and took off in it and stole it." So I said, "Well, did you see who it was?" He said, "No, but I got his license plate." <laughs>
0: Oh my word, man! Don't hey, don't quit your day job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to talk to us a little bit about UCA? I do. I figured you it's a special. Did.
2: It's a special weekend in Conway because even though they were off last week, UCA will strap up the pads again this weekend to avenge their loss to Matt Wilcox Jr. and the Eastern Kentucky Cardinals. The Wilcox family homecoming will be this Saturday at 3 o'clock at Estes (laughs) Stadium in Conway. Bears are picked as a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. You know, it's crazy. He hadn't even reached out. Well, you know, after you
0: abandoned him for 22 (laughs) years,
2: I imagine (laughs) he's probably not really excited to see
0: you. Oh, me. So, yeah, UCA's homecoming this week. Um, How many times did this team
2: played? The second time. Is this
0: the second time? Okay.
2: Yeah, Yeah, uh, earlier in the season – U C A was up at like the very end. I forgot exactly what, but they were up right at the end and lost. Yeah. Uh, so they beat uh you know, they beat Missouri uh all the Southwest Missouri. Southwest Missouri twice. Yeah. Two for two against them, played in this team twice, and right now they're on one, so they're and they're picked to win. So hopefully Smith in that offense will uh, get it done. Get it done. Uh ASU, will play the 0-8 Louisiana Monroe team Saturday, and ASU's picked by 20.
0: Yeah, this is just what the doctor ordered for ASU. They need
2: need a big win in a big way. You know, they've had a few tough losses, a a real tough loss to a ranked Lafayette team Saturday. Uh, The Sun Belt is just stacked this year, and they're not as good. Yeah. But I think offensively they may be as good. Uh, I, I'm looking for old Lane Hatcher and Jonathan Adams Jr. to have a big, big game Saturday.
0: Yeah. You know, looking at the Sunbelt Conference, that, like you said, they are loaded this year with A-State being down. They're still loaded. You know, you look at Coastal. I don't know if you've – Oh, uh, Coastal
2: if, Carolina's unreal.
0: If you've watched them play much this year, they're they're fun to watch. And I think they would give some of these Power 5 schools a run for their money. Oh, yeah. Especially what, –
2: What's their mascot? The, the uh,
0: Chanticleers. The Chanticleers. Chanticleers.
2: Yeah. Call them the Chandeliers. Yeah. <laughs> They're good. Uh, Lafayette's good. Georgia State's good. Yeah. App State, right. Appalachian State, they kill it every year. Right. This is and this is the Arkansas State team who's been to the bowl the last forty seven years. It seems like I mean, you know, when I was growing up, Arkansas State they were terrible. Yeah, you know, and, and now it's like, man, that's real football. I mean, they're good every single year. It seems like they played in the GoDaddy Bowl every year for a long time, but uh, you know, they're just they're
0: playing good teams every week. Well, guys, I think it's going to wrap us up for this week's podcast. Hey, hold on, hold
2: on. Oh, oh, I got one more. Oh,
1: man. Then I got a little nugget for you guys, too. All right. Hey, Carl. Yes?
2: What do you call a Gator football player wearing a three-piece suit? What's that? The defendant. <laughs> Jeez.
1: <laughs> All right, so I got a little nugget for you guys. I know, I know you, if you're like me, you stayed up Saturday night and watched that Notre Dame and Clemson game. That was a heck of a ball game. But did you know now that Notre Dame has never lost a conference game? Yeah,
2: of course they have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's a good. That's they've, actually a good joke. Though. They've
1: also never lived up to their preseason expectation. <laughs> that's for all the Irish fans out there. I so. will
2: say, because I'm usually so, so, so tired, annoyed by Notre Dame because I think every year they just benefit the doubt. They're going to be. They're like Texas. Oh, they're going to be. Number three this year, no reason whatsoever they should yeah. be,
1: but they're they're Notre
2: Dame. I gotta say, man, this year they're the real deal.
1: They are good.
0: That quarterback, something else too. They're so. the
2: real deal. Yeah. Their yeah.
0: offensive line is very impressive. Very good.
2: Yeah. So you can tell Stu that it's you're I, giving, I'm him, some giving him some respect. Okay,
0: yeah. he'll appreciate that. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you so much for listening and all the support that you continue to give us. It's, it's been uh, overwhelming, and, and we feel blessed. We're having so much fun doing this. Continue to listen, like, subscribe, share. Uh, we're just trying to get the word out to get more followers and people listening. But we do appreciate all the, all the support that you've given us.
2: I, I love it, man. I'm, I'm having a blast. Uh, you know, this, this is what, week four? This is four. Yeah. I can't believe it, man. It seems like we're just, we just started. So hopefully we're getting a little bit better. Uh, but man, I'm having a great time. Carl's been such a, a a blessing to you know come in and take this thing and and, and
0: make it work. No just, you know, we just sit here and talk.
1: No, you guys do all the research, man. Y'all do y'all do a
0: good job on that. So well, thanks again so much for listening. Good luck to all the high school teams out there. This ought to be some fun football. It's this gonna week. be good the next few weeks. Yeah, talking it. about this. Get out and support your your high school kids. Peace out, Monticello.
2: <laughs> You've been listening to between the
1: mats your year-round source for arkansas high school sports with matt mcjunkins and matt wilcox produced by carl spears and special thanks to our
2: sponsor american safeguard insurance i'm jb brazil be sure to join us next week for another episode of between the mats